What's up? Hello. Welcome to episode seven of the Sun Soul Podcast. Brought to you by Ian and Elizabeth Tyndall. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So what'd you do this week? Um, I don't even know. I don't know what just happened. What the, was this week? <laughs> we kind of flew the fuck by for me. Yeah, it was really fast. Um, I'm, I mean, I had a, the weekend alone, I had a show yesterday. That was fun. Um, and then earlier in the week, found out marijuana was going to be legal in about three weeks. So that'd be pretty cool. I'm just fucking tired, but. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, exactly. That's like, I. I've realized, like, the only time I can bitch about being tired is if it's something recreational that I don't feel like doing. Yeah. Other than that, it's like everyone's fucking tired, Ian. Just fucking do it. Yeah, everybody is tired. I feel like that's why whenever I wake up in the morning to go to the gym, I'm just kind of like, well, I could go back to sleep for half an hour and get a terrible half hour sleep. Mm -hmm. Or I could just drive to the gym and then feel great all day. The only time I feel like I have to go back to sleep and it's like this is necessary is if I'm like hung the fuck over. Oh. So, yeah. Can't relate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was Saturday. That sucked. Yeah. It's pretty hungover Saturday morning. And then here comes Lizzie. Let's go wake up the children at 730 <laughs> just so I can show them the snow. It snowed. Yeah, and you're like... I had to show William before I went to work because I didn't want it to melt and I didn't get to see his reaction. But and he, at the he cost looked of outside, my well-being. He looked outside and goes, yeah, okay. And then he crawled back in bed with you. And then a couple of minutes went by and then I looked over and he's over uh, laying up in the bed all curled up. But he's looking out the window with his eyebrows up like... Oh, Holy there's shit. snow outside. <laughs> and then he comes up and he goes, I said, buddy, you need to go back to sleep. And he says, no, mom, no, we go play in snow. <laughs> and I'm like, I have to go to work. So this is going to be a dad problem. So that I located was. all of his snow stuff and got him dressed. And then sure enough, he went out and played. Sure shit was a dad problem. I was yeah, exhausted. I and then I had the show. And then, yeah, just fucking... I had a blast at the show, but I will say some uh, some people are just complete bitches, I guess is the way to bluntly put it. I'm not going to name any well, names what do you or mean anything by that? or positions or anything like that. But some people are getting way too fucking comfortable with like me and the guys and like what we do. and Like and, um, civilians? Yeah. For example, people just, well, people that are dancing have a good patrons, time. Patrons, I that's guess what, is a better what, word. Not even patrons. Some are employees. And it's oh. like, it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, you hire us to do this. This is like our 30th time doing this. Like, fucking, let's be on the same page. You don't have to be a passive aggressive about shit. Just fucking tell me what you want us to do. And yeah. And we'll do it. And then patrons. Shit gets annoying with patrons is like, people. They like, try to come sing. Not just that. <laughs> I think that's really annoying. That's the, As a patron, that, I hate it whenever people come up and try to do that. Yeah. Whenever someone, if I know, like, they won't shut the fuck up about it, I'll be like, 
you can like do do some background vocals, man. Like go up there, do it, and just let them have their no. moment. Let them have nope, their fun. Not even that. Well, I get it. If it was up to me, that wouldn't be the case. There's you, a reason why you need these to guys have like a tape. No, <laughs> blocking you guys off from everybody else. <laughs> some velvet ropes. Yes, going. A hundred percent. No, but like the little things that drive me crazy is I have, I don't even know. There's like 10 women in front of me dancing, but the problem is dead center. You have women at your shows? What? (laughs) You know who you're dealing with here? I'm just kidding. That was, that was totally a joke. (laughs) But there's like 10 chicks. You know that. I know. That's that's why we're moving on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It was funny. Uh-huh. There's like there's like ten chicks dancing. Meanwhile, there's like a crowd of guys, like in the middle, right in front of me, standing there just having a conversation. And I'm just like, yo, the dance floor is right where you're standing, and the women are all like, work like trying to dance up close and have fun and dance together, but they're literally getting like blockaded off and like getting pushed out to like the corners and on the sides and shit. And I had to like lean over and go, hey man, back the fuck up. And he's like, what? I go, the chicks are trying to dance where the music is. Why don't you have your conversation at the tables? And he was like, oh shit. Uh, and then, and then, uh, yeah, and just a little shit like that. It was just yeah. like, I don't know, I could just sound like a bitch right now. Oh, that's William. Oh, hi, William. Hi, come here. Will you say hi to everybody? Come here, you got to talk into the microphone. Say hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, class. Hi, guys. Oh, there you go. What do you have to say to them? Uh, my class story. Oh, you win. I have no idea what you just said. Minecraft story, something about Cleo. Wait, wait, Cleo? Wild Kratz? Wild Okay. All right. Everyone say good night. You going? Good night, guys. Good night. Good night, All William. Right, buddy. Go Why don't you go up go to, to bed, bed, okay? Okay. I love you. <laughs> anyway, go back to what I was saying. Motherfuckers be clogging the dance floor, and hey, just people just need some aware. Just have some self awareness. I know I asking know, I someone that's drunk for that is don't not have self awareness. You think they're just, like, meat robots walking around? No, like, I literally just think that they do things and don't think about it. And then they're like, oh, oh, sorry. As if, like, they literally had no idea what was happening. You're probably right. I feel like that's 100% what happens. I feel like I am over-self-aware. Me too. Like, I'm I'm very, very aware of everything I do. So, I don't know. I don't find myself in those situations. And then I'm confused when people... Or just standing around or doing something, and I'm like, "Do you not understand? <laughs> like, do you do you really just not get it? Read the room. Yeah, that was and that was uh, that's the whole thing about feeling energy, Ian. You know, you're over here like I see things, <laughs> <laughs> like I can. <laughs> I see dead people. So weed's legal. Yep. It was basically illegal already. You just said illegal. I said it was basically legal already. Oh. Okay, I thought you said it was basically illegal already. I was like, I mean, it was. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, Something funny. I know someone 
who transported uh, edibles across state lines. Yeah. Yep. I I'm I know them too. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It's so funny. Do you want to know how they? I did just it? think. I just think. Uh, Do you the want to know how they person... did it for TSA? Yeah, I was gonna say they took it on a flight. Yeah, it went through TSA. Ballsy. Yep. You know how? How? It's gummies, and we there was a melatonin jar, mm-hmm. and they said that that looked the most like it, so they just stuck it in there. Boy, were they. <laughs> Pretty close. Yep. Like, I feel like going to sleep early. Take one of those. I know. That's funny. I can't do the edibles. Can't do them. It was was just funny. I made it across state lines. And that was, uh, I think, Arizona to St. Louis. So You think? It's really not that big of a deal. I mean. But it's crazy that stuff like that gets by. And then somebody else told me... um, that they brought acid to Florida from hmm. California or something. That's a long trip. I know, lots of flights. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's. I just how don't that think went. I've flown enough to like have the balls. Is the thing. Um, I've I've seen the airport security, and I am 100% scared of them. Really? Yes. I am very nervous of everything. I got set aside because I was wearing spandex shorts, and apparently whenever they bunch up, it makes it look like you're wearing a belt. So, like, my whole waistband lit up, and I was like, uh, they were were just like, said, ma'am, could you step aside for a second? And then they said, do you want us to search you here, or would you like a private room? And I was like, what do you have to do? Like, I was so confused. And she goes, I just have to feel all the way around your waistband and then feel on the inside of both of your legs. And I was like, you know, um, we're already here. Yeah. Well, let's just get it done. Frisk me, mama. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, it was really funny. And she goes, I can obviously see that there's nothing, but, you know, just next time, make sure that you unravel your spandex and i'm like oh next let this be a warning to you well yeah nothing's gonna happen the next time i think she was saying like just make sure when you go through so that you don't have to sit there because you have to wait there for like a minute or two while this test strip goes too because like they rubbed me for a bunch of stuff because my some other parts of my body were like lit up too with like a flammable chemical or something so damn yeah, and then it said no threat detected on the machine because I was standing there just staring at it like, what happens? Does, does it get a beep really loud? Like, I have no idea. And then it just said no threat detected. And I was like, I think that's good. Like, at that point in time, you know, you're just kind of like, you don't even know what's real. Yeah. I was panicking. Yeah, no, fuck that. I would not want to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thanks a lot, Osama. Like, what the fuck? I, I know as far as like Bush I mean, Stadium. I mean, but really, like, honestly, thanks a lot because I'm glad that there's as much security. Oh, yeah, as there for is. sure. When yeah. I worked at Bush Stadium, I remember one of the old heads that worked with the uh, ushers and shit. He was like bitching about going through the metal detector. And he was just like, I've been working at this stadium for 30 years and you're still going to be checking me when I'm trying to get inside. And he's yes. like, going in. The lady's like, you guys hired us to do this. Like, <laughs> yes, I, this is what I'm going to do. 
It, yeah, I mean, because you never know. Sometimes it's a person that does the same job for years and years and, cracks. and years. Yep. And then finally they're like, I've had enough of Stuart, you know. It's funny you say that Stuart was the guy I hung out with and watched the games with. Oh, uh-oh. I'm so <laughs> sorry I spoke that into existence. And he was, I'm just he, taking that he, back. His he name also was, worked there for like 25 years. <laughs> his name was Tommy. No. <laughs> Stu also worked there for like 25 years. That's funny. My whole leg is asleep. I'm, so, I'm sorry. You're, you're what? My whole leg is asleep. Oh. Okay. Oh, it hurts so bad. Well, what'd you do? How'd you do that? I sit crisscross applesauce Ooh. in every chair that I sit in. And that's my first problem. My shoulder just Would you popped. like to hear my other 98? Yeah. Oh. I'm just kidding. We only have solutions. <laughs> um. So the new job. I'm saying new job. Is it is it still under new status? How long is it? How long is the job know. considered new? A year? No, I don't know. Ninety days. Mm. Right. That's a probationary period. Yeah, I guess when you're out of probation. The new job is still uh continue to be pretty sweet. I mean, it's, I'm a desk jockey, but it's, uh, it's still fun. My job is still fun. That's good. I know I said that, like, it's not fun, but it it really is. Well, you always sound like you're not having fun. (laughs) (laughs) We. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's you on a roller coaster. My my bio is going to be. I am very fun, uh, all business, and then you tell me how that's going to go. What did you just say? <laughs> I am very fun, all business. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. So That way it confuses people. And then when they talk to me, they're like, no, you're right. It's all business and not fun. <laughs> you want to hear something cool? Do I? Yeah. I don't know, do I? So, the St. Louis Blues, my favorite hockey team, right? Yeah. I haven't watched a single game this season, mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat the Golden Knights yesterday, who's the best team in the league. Yeah. Which, as Dylan Reeve said, that officially makes the Blues the best team in the league, even though they're in dead last. <laughs> if you beat the best well. team, you're officially the best team. Well, you remember the year that Bennington came, um, (laughs) I was just thinking about Michael Scott. Oh, yeah, of course. Fuck. Can't escape. I just can't. Uh, anyways, the year that Bennington came onto the blues, I remember we were like last, we were really bad. And then one game, one game was all it took. And then from there on out, it was, it was a three, bam, bam, bam. It was a 3-0 shutout against the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, and you could just like his first see game? It, you could see it in his eyes. He was just like, Is, if, do if I, I look lose, nervous? if I lose, you're gonna die tonight. That was the that was the line. <laughs> How do you feel nervous out there for your first game? And he said, "Do I look nervous?" And he said, "Well, there you go." And then it was that was it. That is weird. Yeah, he was. I'm gonna start. Saying that to people when they're in my chair, he is. They're gonna say shit fucking crazy. They're gonna show up and they're gonna be like, "I'm kind of nervous," and I'm gonna be like, 
Do I look nervous? <laughs> no, I don't think it works like that. I think it would be someone asks you if no, you're no, no. nervous. But that's what people say in my chair. That they're nervous about? Yeah, like about their big change or whatever. And then I should come back and be like, do I look nervous? And just throw them off guard. And then they're kind of like psyching themselves out. No, really fuck them up and say, you are very nervous about doing their hair. Say, me, me too. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, how long have you been doing it's this? Like a, and I'm going to say, two weeks. Like a surgeon. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too nervous. What's the commercial? I'm Guess who just got saying, reinstated? Whenever <laughs> I get a new in. client who says, oh, how long have you been doing hair? I'm going to say, two weeks. Why would you do that to someone? Two weeks and three days. <laughs> Two weeks and three days. There's no way I could say that with a straight face. Well, I mean, if I'm sitting down in your chair. Sometimes I say, I've been doing my own hair since I was like five. You've been doing your own hair <laughs> since you were five? Yeah. Did you cut your own hair? Sometimes. Oh, boy. Didn't look good. Yeah. Give yourself bangs. Try to give yourself well, bangs. I gave myself bangs lots of times. I feel like that's pretty easy. I gave just myself go snip, 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 snip. No, snip, it's <laughs> nope. I gave myself side swoop bangs. You know, what I want. I want you to that actually went straight across my cheek from the like the crown of my head. I want you to put it in a giant ponytail and then just cut straight across and let it all fall. Do you want to know why that doesn't work? <laughs> would it's you like to obvious. know? No. Would you really like to know? Yeah, but I could. Break it down. All right. So whenever you scoop all of your hair on top of your head like that, mm-hmm. right, depending on if your ponytail is off center of the back of your head, one side's going to be longer than the other. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, if you put it like, let's say, right on top of your head, you're going to cut the short, short pieces down mm-hmm. by your ear because your hair doesn't grow as long as it does in the back. Like your hairline doesn't come down as far. So you're going to give yourself a straight up mullet. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's still a cool thing, apparently. That's not. I, if you come to me and ask to to have a mullet cut into your hair, I will refuse your service. I've done it five met, times. Oh my god, I'm yelling! I only met one guy who's pulled it off, and I worked with him. Oh well, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, he's I got refused. He's he's got it going on. He's he's now got a, good look. a good shag haircut. A hundred percent. I'll you had a me shag. a shag. I'll cut a good shag. Okay. Or, you know, I don't know. There's so many different haircuts that I'll do. I have I have a uh list here. Uh-oh. So so here's the thing, it's one of those one of those rapid fire it can be a rapid oh, fire thing or it can be in depth, but it's one of these like just general general questions like a okay. deep like a deep conversation question i have one can... for you too okay well i got a uh, 30 so whatever well mine is several too but i have a thing like that for you okay number one here we go and this is going to take up the rest of the show what are your values and beliefs lizzie could you use it in a sentence <laughs> Well, I said it was a pretty general thing, right? I'm just kidding. It was... Do you get it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you seem so serious. I wasn't sure. I am serious. Okay. Went, come on. My values and beliefs. Um, I, I value personal space. Okay. That's a good value to have. <laughs> I value time. My time. I can definitely agree with you there. And I value myself. 
and my beliefs mm-hmm. are you don't need to believe in God to end up anywhere. And I believe that ghosts are real. And I believe that child molesters should be put, uh, they should be sentenced to death. Okay. These are all. And I believe that there is a universal intelligence that um, that's how like you can speak things into existence, right? There's some kind of energy in the world that kind of like creates uh, momentum for some people. And I don't know, it's like a thing like you can just thrive off of it, but it's not a God or a physical being. But I believe there is some kind of energy in the world that keeps things like interesting. Okay. And I don't believe in heaven or hell. So we don't believe in afterlife. No. But we do believe in ghosts. Yes. Okay, <laughs> okay hold, on. hold on. Hold on, hold on. What type of just, legacy wait, wait, do you wait, wait, want wait. To <laughs> wait, just to elaborate on that for one second. One time I met at a Hindu temple when I was 18 and I spoke to the the leader and the director of the oh, temple. That's more if like you it. will. Um, their their fearless leader (laughs) Um, I spoke with him and he was kind of like telling me about Hinduism and I think I relate the most to Hinduism all of their beliefs because they believe that you know you die and then you get reincarnated and you come back every as as a person you come back not as a fish but you come back each time and until you live your life the way that you're supposed to live it. And then you reach your divine state of being, which is just peace, you know, nothing. So every time you come back, in theory, this is hell, right? Because you're redoing it and redoing it. So like if you were killed wrongfully, you'll come back because that wasn't how you were supposed to go. And usually when you come back, you're given a much better space, you know, to start and to grow. And then that's why those people who do wrong, they come back and then they are like given a worse circumstance than they had before because they were a bad person. So like they'll keep getting put back here over and over again until they figure it out. And that was like generally what I took from it. Is that 100% right? No idea. I was 18. I was like, this is amazing. And yeah, I had a lot of fun there. So, okay. Anyways, go ahead. Okay. Uh, (laughs) That was a lot. What? (laughs) My phone's going to die before I get through this list. What type of legacy do you want to leave or carry before your time is up? And don't worry, next episode you're doing this whole thing to me. So. Oh, okay. So my legacy that I want to leave is, um, I don't know, I want to be, I want people to just remember how driven I was and how I had like really bad circumstances several times and like I managed to overcome it and then you know they can really see that it doesn't matter who you are like what you come from but like you can determine your future so like I want I want to be really successful so I definitely want to make sure that that gets carried on and also like I have really strong beliefs about like certain things and like I don't know Overall, my my morals, I guess, not my beliefs, my morals are a certain way. And I would really like to see like William and Cleo carry those on, you know, like not be judgmental towards other people for what they have or don't have. Um, Not being judgmental about like tattoos or religion, because I could care less what religion you are. You know, if you're a good person, you're a good person. 
and uh, stuff like that. I just want them to have like a really good isn't it crazy? knowledge of that. Isn't it crazy to think that and in this political world, parties, by the way, not judgmental because I'm not. True. In this world, it's actually more beneficial and more peaceful to not care about each other than it is to give people care way too much about what other people got going yeah. on. Yeah, they don't need to worry about that. Okay, question three. If you could choose a day in the past and go back to it and change something, what day would it be and why? With the knowledge that of you're going back and you know what's going to happen, so you willingly change something. Do you think about that one? Yeah. Okay. We'll let they come back to that. Do you believe in soulmates? Write down number three. Um, soulmates. Kind of. Yeah. I think so. Just because, I don't know, I know that Ian and I met um, early on in life, like earlier than we had thought, I guess. And then if you would have asked me that day, why, yes, I did say, Elizabeth Tyndall, that sounds nice. When I, the first time I hung out with him, I said that. <laughs> and then, like, I just dropped it. But, um, you know, I think that something made us come back to each other. And I do believe that, like, I don't know, us and, like, uh, you look at Zane and Amanda, like, I don't really see there ever being an out. You know, like, I don't mm-hmm. ever see that something would change what we have. And, like, even if it did, I mean, I think we'd still be together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I feel like we have so much in common and we just understand each other, like, on a much deeper level. Yeah. I don't even have friends that understand my my thinking. Yeah. Or I, they can tolerate me long enough. Well, not only that, but I, I'm still the only person that knows you. So there's that. Yep. And like everyone that listens to this, they know maybe 50% of you. Yeah. But yeah. I'm very secretive. Extremely secretive. <laughs> so you do believe in soulmates, yes? Yes. Okay. Oh no. Uh, what? I have to do this. One second. Hold on one second. We're just going to edit this out if need be. Don't like how that was cutting out. Okay. We're good. Oh my god. Okay. Um Okay. Do you think we have a purpose in life? If so, what do you think yours is? I think that not everyone has a purpose in life. Okay. <laughs> I know that sounds pretty messed up. But um I don't know. I think some people are put here and like, yeah, they they do wrong or they do nothing, you know, like they literally just I mean, I guess they do serve a purpose at that point. You know, they're yeah. supposed to be the stalker. It's a store. And like, that's what they did for 70 years. You know what I mean? Like something like that. But to me, like, that's not You're like saying a, people straight up live like an NPC kind of life. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that to me is like considered no purpose, but at the same time, I guess you are doing something. But like, um, I don't know. I feel like those who do bad, though, almost, I guess they do serve a purpose because, you know, they do something wrong 
to another family, right? Say, like, someone murdered somebody you know, and then that person, you know, they were such a great person. They impacted lots of lives. And now since that tragedy happened, now we're able to change the way things are done. Like like we were talking about earlier with the airport security, you know, there's a purpose for that. Now, like thousands and thousands of people have been protected since then. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a tragedy that happened and everything. But since that, like now we've probably saved a lot more. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that. And then what was the second part of the question? What do you, uh, uh, oh, what my purpose is? Yeah. I think my purpose is to just share my knowledge. I feel like I have a lot of knowledge. I feel like if I could answer for you, I think the purpose that you have, and you are, I think you're, I mean, you're aware of this, but I think the, it's the biggest impact that you have is showing people that just fucking get off your ass and do it and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Shut the fuck up. No excuses. Pull up pull up by the bootstraps and get it fucking done. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. No like, one's going to do it for like you. Like, for, for what I've accomplished so far, I mean, I'm not where I want to be yet. But, like, by the time I'm done, I know that people will know, like, the entire part, like, from when I was born until now, how I've kind of created what I have. It's fucking crazy, man. So, I mean, even some of the friends that... I've changed some people's lives already. And like even my clients in my chair, like I've helped people get out of abusive relationships. You know, I've gotten them phone numbers that they needed to like get out of that stuff. I mean, you're like 50% therapist. Yeah, I've I've helped so many people. And then on top of that, like I help with just self-confidence, you know. A lot of times people come to me and they've just looked the same forever. And then I give them some advice on like how to do stuff or I show them how to do stuff. And then it ends up being like a whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I feel like I really, I really just make people feel good. Yeah. So I I think that, I think my purpose is to help other people see their value. Your purpose is to show people their value. Yeah. Their potential. Pouring up a drink. Hold on. I, I think that that's I think that's my purpose to show others their value. So you are you already answered the next question. The next question is do you believe in an afterlife? No. Okay. Um unless you're a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what is your motivation and drive that makes a life worth living? My motivation if you ain't first you're last. Okay. That's a good one. I'm serious, though. Like, everybody hears me say, okay, if you're my client, I say that at least once a day while I'm working, you know, because, like, I'll do some foils really fast, and then I finish, and I'm like, all right, if you ain't first, you're last. And then <laughs> they just laugh at well, if you want to go under the dryer. If you want to so. be one of the best, you have to just go through life with a competitive edge. Yeah. All right. Do you believe there is a... <laughs> There's a lot of the same fucking questions. Okay, what is it? Do you believe in a higher power or God? Okay. Negative. No, okay. If you had a year to live, I'm how would I'm you... agnostic, right? No. Oh. You're I don't know what the fuck you I'm are because atheist. you believe in ghosts, but you're an atheist. I don't get it. Um if you had a year to live, how would you spend it? One year? 
in just one year. 360. Do I have to work? How do you want to spend your last year? Oh, okay. I see. This is like, I don't have bills to pay. No, you do have bills to pay. Well, I don't. Not in this year. Okay. So, Rickling, I have a year to to live. Everyone's going to cover all the cost of my living for me. That's how this is going. Well, that'd be pretty sweet. (laughs) That's how this is going. So, my last year, I would probably go to, like, um, Colorado or, well, I would spend half the year in Colorado and the other half in New York, I think. Which one would you want to die in? New York. Oh, God, no. Just wait. Don't make me die in New York. <laughs> Just wait. You want to die in the mountains. It's like, no. Okay, so I would mystical spend. mystical shit. So I would spend my mornings from like 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. hiking while I spent my time in the mountains. And in New York, I would spend 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. probably like working out, but I would have a. Uh, some kind of a view of the bay and the city and like just experience the energy because it's like such a great energy. And then I'd spend the next parts of my day just I'm um, still pretty sure you're the only eating. person that believes New York has a positive energy. I don't know, Ian. It's I, th- I would I just think I would thrive in that place. Like probably it's literally like everything about it was just you. If you were walking around the street there, you'd just be like, oh, that reminds me of Lizzie. That reminds me of Lizzie. Lizzie would love this. That's exactly what you would say the whole entire time. And it is, in fact, true. But anyways, then I'd spend the next um, hours probably just taking the kids out and doing fun stuff. And then I'd spend the second half of my day probably doing dance classes or some kind of fitness stuff. And then at nighttime, I would watch a movie with my children every day. Okay. And then if I were to die, that's very sad, and I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Okay. Do you think money buys happiness? Yes. I agree. You can, I could buy a lot of things that would make me very happy. What is the biggest lesson life has taught you? Um... there, There are no excuses. Okay. I could do- I could totally disagree with that, but there are no we'll excuses. get there whenever okay. I do the questions. Okay, Ian, hold on. Throw me an excuse that's valid. An excuse that's valid. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, uh, I can't. Uh. <laughs> no matter how ridiculous this might sound, go ahead. So- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I was swerving, officer. My hands got eaten by a shark and I have to drive with my teeth. <laughs> no, that is not valid. You shouldn't be driving in that case. You know what I mean? I could do this okay, all was, day. That's where I was going with it, but I Okay, stopped. there's a joke that Tom Segura does. And he's talking about this show where like they show people with disabilities and he doesn't like it. And like he openly said that. So by the way, I'm not just throwing words into someone's mouth. Anyways, in the show, this guy has Parkinson's and like Parkinson's 
isn't funny but the episode like this this whole thing is funny because he's shaking parmesan he goes Tia, could you pass the parmesan and he's shaking it and he goes i could do this all day and he's just shaking his hand and like i don't know why that pops in my head so much but <laughs> that's what ian was referring to it's still one of the best jokes okay ever. okay let's move on no there there are no real excuses if you want to do something Dude, oh, there's definitely excuses. There's not. Uh, Let's go. I think only the dead have excuses. They don't. Uh, <laughs> get off your ass. <laughs> they should have uh, did it sooner. No uh, excuse. What are your... Uh, ooh, yeah, there's a good one. Um, Let's see. I just missed it. What is one of your biggest obstacles and how did you overcome it? My biggest obstacle mm-hmm. is my mental health. I, uh, yeah, you're batshit crazy. Yeah, I have a lot of problems. So I think that uh, I overcome that, I realized recently, by making lists mm-hmm. and hoping for the best. Um, I do. I did therapy for a while, and I took medicine for a while, and that did not help. And, yeah, I really like to be manic. So if I could just be like that all the time, that'd be great. But whenever I hit that depressive part, I still haven't figured that out, how to overcome that. So I'm working on it, but when my you mental do, health. Uh, there's probably like 45 million people in this country yeah. that would like to hear from you. Yep. I would definitely like to help you. <laughs> um, That's how I get so much done, by the way. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is um, being happy and you have the means to do what you want when you want to do it and you've developed a system pretty much that excuse me um you develop a system that no matter what direction you decide to go in your system's like foolproof at that point so like no matter what you decide to do or like what changes you make no matter what you know you're still gonna remain on top you know whenever you've reached that level of this is my empire, and now I just oversee it. That's success to me. I see that. Yeah. You plant, you, you're the one that planted the seed and nurtured the plant, and then it grows yeah. into this tree. And then once you have the tree and you're the sun, you're just looking post, at the tree. Yeah. You're just posting you're it. Just, you're just giving it photosynthesis. <laughs> I think you're giving it light. Chlorophyll. And it does the <laughs> More like borophyll. <laughs> Adam Sandler. We got to take a brief pause. One second. Okay. Okay. We are back. Who do you look up to and why? My dad. And why? (laughs) Because I feel like my dad is um, an ideal person of who just has a lot of motivation and like self-determination. And I feel like, you know with the obstacles he's faced in life where he's gotten is it's incredible. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's someone and who I know personally to look up to. If I were to look up to someone who was like a big icon in the world or something, um, let me think. I would have to pick someone like, Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Trying to think. Okay. Um, is there anything yeah, is there anything you would like to change about your life? About my life? Mm-hmm. Um I wish that I had a lighter natural hair color. That's it? Yeah, I think so. Because it makes it really hard to do different things when my hair's almost black. That is a good point. Um, and then maybe like I wish that my family growing up might have had a little bit more access to money just because it would have made things a lot easier. But on the other hand, I wouldn't be where I am now. So I probably wouldn't throw that in there. What are your thoughts on plastic surgery? Oh, this is a fun one. (laughs) All right. I think plastic surgery is great. For people who have breast cancer and Mm -hmm. they would like to have their boobs back. So like they get a double mastectomy. Do they consider that an elective surgery even with the cancer and all that stuff? Uh, Wait, to remove the cancer? No. So like, no, like to put something back though. Yes. Wow. That's kind of, that's a fucking bummer. I believe it is. Yeah. So like you have to pay for that because I guess if I was to ask for a new arm, if it got ripped off or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they uh, take part of your stomach and fill your chest with it if you Uh, have enough Is it just, like, a tissue thing? Yeah. Like, fill it? It's just fat tissue. Hmm. Adipose tissue, if you want to be correct, I believe. Okay. Um, Wow. That was the first first time in a while I go, Jesus Christ, Lizzie, why do you know this? (laughs) Yeah, I know a lot about the body. So, anyways, then I would probably say other elective surgeries... Um, if you're getting a nose job because you don't like how your nose looks. It's going to look like everyone else that got a nose job. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I do not like how my nose looks. And would I change it? No. Now, I have seen people getting filler in their nose like every six months in different parts to kind of fill it out if it's like an uneven shape or if you don't like how the top is bigger and then the bottom seems skinnier, you can actually get Botox filler in your nose now. So it'll just make it look fuller without actually having to go under the knife for that. Um, And then I think that, you know, if you want breast implants, that's fine. But don't go crazy. Like, I feel like (laughs) if you have an A size chest, like, for instance, Luke, when we were in the car when we were younger, my mom, totally flat, right? Whenever we were kids, at least. I don't. I haven't paid attention to her chest recently, but anyways, Luke literally said when she got the car, the day he learned about puberty, he said, mom, when are you going to hit puberty? (laughs) And literally me and Steven just lost it. We were like (laughs) crying. We were laughing so hard. Get wrecked. And my mom was just like completely silent. So, I mean, I can get it like self-confidence wise, but if you're doing all this crazy stuff, like the, for your butt. You know, like people are getting implants in their butt. I'm like, go to the gym, do Dude, some I squats. I saw a video like years ago of this chick's ass implant. But like, I'm not worried about it. Flipping you know? around, yeah, in her butt cheek. But and I I'm think like, if that it's that can't be good if, for like you. if you have a bad self image of yourself already, and that's why you're looking for the plastic surgery. I mean, it can't. I mean, it can hurt depending on who you go to. You can get botched, but. 
other than that, like, I don't think it's a problem unless, like, you're going overboard or doing these unnecessary things. Like, the people who get their ribs removed so that they can look more like a Barbie and, like, have the tight corset that's, like... Why are doctors doing that? Well, that's the thing. I watched this one video and this doctor refused a guy's Why surgery. Why the fuck is... Do- Why are doctors thinking that? You need your ribs, by the way, yeah, to, to protect, protect your, your organs. Indo- yeah. Yeah. So, so what don't fucking do it. doctor would be like, yeah, let's just remove some of these for your look. You don't need these. Yeah. What the fuck? Right? So, anyways, that's my <laughs> view on plastic surgery. I don't really care, but if, All you, these organs if you have the option to really not fill- do it and it's not killing your self-confidence, don't do it. I wish I, look, I, I wish I was skinnier, but I have all these organs inside of me. Can you remove some of them so I can look skinnier, I mean, you please? could remove your appendix. You could remove, um, what's that other one? Gallbladder? Yeah. No. Is yeah. it gallbladder? Yep. But they're so small. I think you do need your You could remove right? most of your intestines, I'm sure. You don't well, need that many. They, they do would just that go for right some people you. that have like colon cancer and stuff. They have to. Yeah. You got like 30 feet, right? Yeah. It's okay. But you better um, be not, you better not get rid of too much because later on, if you have to get rid of more. Well, I bet shit. My, I remember my aunt got that uh, gastric bypass done and it, they like turned, they, her stomach went from like, they said it could fit a football in it at yeah. the time. She was a big girl. Your stomach is like the size of your palm. Yeah. She could have. Or your fist. She, the way she told me her stomach was the size of a football. And then from the time, what they turned it into was, uh, they, what what did she say? I don't know. It's like the size of a golf ball. Yeah. And I remember the first like two years, the weight was literally falling off of her. But And you know how thin she is now. You never knew her back in that day. It was crazy, man. No, I saw pictures. Oh. And, uh. Hold on. Your stomach is 12 inches long and six inches across. A football is about this, right? That's pretty normal. But yeah, her. Uh, but they made it the oh, size of a golf heart. ball, so your she can only take the like size of your fist. Yeah, she can only take like in your brain is the size of your two fists together, like this. Oh wait, nope. It says the stomach of most adults is about the size of a clenched fist. So I was right. You know what they say? This is your brain, two clenched fists. Um, uh, that's up for interpretation. I would say. Oh, well, probably my brain. I've, I've like, I've gotten to see so many brains. That was That's so right. cool. You've seen a lot of dead bodies. Um, so next one. Okay. Do you think there is more good or evil in this world? Evil, for sure. A lot of people, I consider it evil if you look at other people's success and you don't like them because they're successful. I you think, think that's, that's evil. evil. Yeah. Huh. Just because, like, that's pure jealousy. You know what I mean? They could do that, too. Well, jealousy doesn't hurt you as much as it hurts themselves. Yeah, but it's just, I just think it's evil. You know, I consider that we have different definitions under the evil, of evil category. You know, that's like demising. Mm. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Do you believe in the supernatural or aliens? We already know supernatural because yes. you believe in ghosts, which aren't real, but you believe in them, so they're supernatural. You don't know what that about, they're not real. What about aliens? Do you believe in aliens? I believe that there is life outside of Earth because that doesn't make any sense for there to be no other living thing on any planet whenever we're realizing that our universe is bigger and bigger every day. You know what I mean? We're we're finding new and new things every, every day. Yeah. And 
for you to just as a simple-minded human to say i know all there's we, no others there's only earth we are the only living like that is insane that'd be like me going me being a rock in the ocean and being like yeah i'm the only rock here like there's no <laughs> other rocks you know like there's only rocks on earth no and then rocks think. meanwhile an asteroid falls from the oh my sky God. rock aliens what was that apollo what was that apollo movie you know what i'm saying though yeah yeah, like it just doesn't make sense. There has to be something. Is it in our like seven planets? Eight. Eight planets? No. Oh, yeah, because there was nine with yep. Pluto, right? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Is it within our planets? No, I don't think so. Maybe on Mars at one point there Name was. Name the planets in order. Mercury. From the sun. Mercury. Okay. Venus. Okay. Earth. Okay. Mars. Okay. Saturn. Jupiter. Neptune. Pluto. You forgot one. Hold on. Oh my gosh. It's number seven. Mercury. Pluto. No. Wait. I lied to you. It is Mercury, no, Venus, Earth, Mars, Saturn, Jupiter, Uranus, yeah, Pluto. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Number seven. Yeah. The the best one. Yeah. Uranus. <laughs> If you, want, <laughs> if you want to know about the planets, you gotta listen to me right now. Sun, Mercury, um, water planet, uh, okay. Pluto. Okay, what's the next one? They didn't name that one yet because it's too far away. Uh, do you, if you could travel to anywhere in the world, where would it be? No consequences. Do I survive? Give me compliments. G- give me yeah? compliments. Do I yeah, survive? Do what you want. Yeah. Can life. I leave? Yes. North Lizzie. Korea. Okay, that'd be pretty tight. And now, hold on. Second, if I can't go to North Korea, I would definitely go to Antarctica. You act like you show up to North Korea, you just get whacked off the spot. <laughs> I said, <laughs> You're not like us. Do I, do I get to leave? That's what I said. Because <laughs> I don't want to stay there. Um, and then I would pick Antarctica. And then my third on the list is kind of an odd one, too. I would pick Siberia. Mm. Why? I just think that would be really uh, I love barren wastelands that are negative 50 degrees. Could you imagine? No. Fuck exactly. That. We'll never get to experience that. I if I had to. no consequences. There's a reason why there's no people up there. There's very I know, few. But that's the thing. What What is up there? Very there has to be animals. Yeah, there are. Yeah, I want to see them. What? Look them up. Well, you can't because there's no people there. What Nobody are your knows. pet peeves? My pet peeves. When somebody tells me they're going to do something and they don't do it. That is number one on the list. Number two would probably be when other people correct others just um, for the sake of it. You know what I mean? Like... You didn't have to correct them in front of the big group of people, you know, mm-hmm. like if I said something and then I was like, yeah, that don't make any sense. And then they said, didn't. And we were in like yeah. a whole group of people. I would be like, oh, OK. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'll go to I'll go to grammar school. And then I-, I also hate people. This is like something totally not probably it doesn't bother anybody else i'm sure but if i go to the grocery store and have one item and it's particularly at aldi 
and everyone in front of me has a whole cart full of stuff. And they and just they, look at you? Yeah. They just, they're not they even like, oh, go ahead. That's the nice thing to yeah. do. I, I have a candy bar. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Next time go in the convenience store then. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and pay $5 for uh, yeah, Snickers. Um, what fears do you have? I am deathly afraid of heights. If I'm not strapped into something, let me just clarify that. You had me at strap in. <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, I'm scared of heights. Like, so I can I can do like uh, skydiving, or I can do like um, zip lining, or like. anything like that. But as soon as you're like, hey, go up in this tall building, or climb up these stairs at six flags to the water slide like i just can't do it because i don't have a safety that's very specific i don't i don't have a safety vest on you know did you what have I'm a fucking meltdown at six flags once i didn't even make it up the stairs i made it up like four flights and i was like no this isn't it and i just walked back down but like i can do roller coasters just fine roller coaster so um My voice is every fucked. time every time you sing that i think about final destination where the girls are in the tanning bed and they get fried so Anyways, this is after Hold on, hold on. After a night show, Ian, me singing wait, falsetto here. Wait, what were... What was the song? What were we just talking about? Your fears. Oh, oh that's right. Um, So, yeah. And then I'm also scared of snakes. Very much so. Okay. That's that, it. That's ridiculous. That's like the only two things I think I'm scared of. What does love mean to you? Love? L-O-V-E. I think, I think that love means, um, if you're family, it means like you just have a deep care for someone. Like, would I do anything for them? No. Mm. Do I really care about them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever it comes to like a husband, wife or wife, wife or husband, husband, whatever you want to say. Whenever it comes to that kind of love, you know, like a different love, I think that that is like one where you would do anything for that person, you know? Like I think it's a, it's a higher standard of love than like your family. I feel like you're just born and it's like you have to care about these people. And then for my kids, whenever I think about my kids, I'm like my love for them is like I would do anything for them. It's <laughs> writing down stupid stuff on paper. Anyways, um, my love for my kids is like, um, I would do anything for them, and I would kill anyone who would try to mess with them. You know what I mean? It's a different love. It's very strong. This is passion. Would, would I kill someone who was mean to Ian? No. Would I be very angry? Yes. Would Ian kill someone? Who was mean to me? Yes. <laughs> it's up for interpretation. Okay. How would love you spend your money if you won the lottery? If I won the lottery? How big of a lottery? You won the fucking $1.9 billion. $1.9 billion. Dollars. How many million is that? That is $1,900 <laughs> million. How many dollars? That is $1.9 billion. <laughs> How many quarters? That I'm is just, just kidding. I was going to divide and then count to it. Uh, no. 
That is. Do you hear me? Seven point four or no, seven point six billion quarters. Did you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, if I won the lottery, the first thing I would do was buy whatever house I wanted, and then I would buy whatever car I wanted, and then I would pay for both of my kids' schooling if they decide to go to college. I think college is a sham, so I really hope they it's don't a, go. It's a, it's a what? A sham. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. A scam. No, <laughs> both. Anyways, um, after I paid for that, then I would see to it that my parents were re- As you pay for that, you'd have no money. <laughs> uh, okay. Then I would make sure that both of my parents were reimbursed for their hardships. So like 50 bucks? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy them a fat steak. No. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, I'd probably invest a lot of it. And then with the remaining... Um, I would probably donate to victims of domestic violence. Okay. I would throw a huge chunk towards that. And children. I feel like children need that. What are the most important qualities in a friend or partner? Honesty. Yes. Trust and honesty. No, not trust. Just oh. honesty. We don't have to trust one another? No, oh, I don't okay. trust anybody. Okay. <laughs> Sure. If you could pick a superpower. I'm not done. Power, oh. Well, I just gave you one. Trust all. was the first one. That's a lot. Wait. You just said honesty was the first one. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's and right. You said not trust. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Honesty. And then you stopped talking. Honesty, loyalty, and then humor. Okay. That's it. That's all you need to be to be my friend. Send me okay. a message on Instagram. Elizabeth Tyndall Salon. Elizabeth dot Tyndall dot Salon. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on revenge? I think revenge is very fun, but at the same time, I think that you just need to grow up. Depending you know? on what it is? No. doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't even matter. It's in the past. And okay. guess what? They're going to be even more mad that you don't care. <laughs> this is also very true. Do you believe everything happens for a reason? Yes. Okay. If you could pick a superpower, what would it be? Invisibility. That's a good one. What are your hopes and dreams? My hopes are that I raise good children and they are good people. And my dreams are to become a very, very successful human and have everything that I want to have. And then maybe... Is that our air conditioner? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Yeah, What the hell was it? Anyways, my dreams are to become very, very successful and then have everything I want. And then I want to be able to do public speaking one day that's one of my fears i forgot about i'm terrified of large groups of public speaking but i definitely would like to travel and do that for people it's like a motivation thing you know Mm. how would you define beauty oh gosh this is a hard one i think beauty is it's a lot about how you carry yourself I think that everyone has beauty, but, like, you need to enhance it. 
So, like, for instance, you know, you can have haircuts that complement your face shape, hair color that complements your skin tone and eye color, all that good stuff. But if you don't carry yourself well, then what does all of that mean, you know? Yeah. I feel like it can all get thrown down the drain if you don't have confidence. I feel like beauty is confidence. No, that's, like, the biggest thing is be, to be attractive, yeah, to be confident. Yeah, I think that's it. And there's a reason why Confidence I get beauty. hit on all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're an arrogant <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, man. No, I got... That's one of the things I want in a friend is arrogance. Let me tell no, you. I'm just I'll, kidding. I'll tell you. There's this girl, sweet as can be. She's super nice. We were at your leg dead again. Yeah. I gotta stop crossing my legs. It was after a show. My leg. <laughs> She comes up and she's doing the thing, she's doing the, the, the compliments and all that stuff. Oh my god, yep. you're like so good. Yep. How did you get to be so good? Yep. Yep. Uh, could I have your phone number? Keep going. You want to hang out with me? Yep. Um. She. she do you asked care me if I, I kiss you? Yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then she asked me. She was like, "Why aren't you going to the club with us?" I was like, "Cause I gotta go home." And she's like, "What? What are you gonna do at home?" It's like. I don't know. Go uh, take care of my kids and go, go see to my sleep wife. next to my wife. Go <laughs> take care of my kids and see my wife. She's like, you have kids? You have a wife? I was like, yes. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was totally hitting on you. I'm like, no, that's fine. Dude, you got to do what you got to do. It's part of the job. At this point, I just kind of, I'm just like, yeah, I know what's going on here, but I'm just like not interested. Just I want to go home. I got a headache. It's really easy night. for guys to get my phone number. Yeah. They say, hi, I would like to book an appointment. <laughs> That's true. You put it out there. Yeah, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, what time? And then they tell me. And then I have people showing up to get haircuts every, <laughs> uh, I don't know, every day. And they're like, oh, I just want a little off the top. And I'm like, do you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. How often, how often do you have a customer... Try to mack on you. I think I only have one client who makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But I only schedule him during times that other people are at the salon. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of my clients are really, really nice. Like, I don't really have a lot of weirdos. Kind of weeded them out. I yeah. did fire two guys before. I never but rebooked their appointment just because they were weird. And, I mean, it happens. Yeah, guys they're, are weird. They're like, your perfume smells really good. I'm like, that's something that a creep would say. Yeah, I, the funny thing is, is man, is you smell like even, old man. I didn't even <laughs> put deodorant on today, so you're really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm right, like, question. Oh, oh, it's the smell from the brothel I was in yesterday. Question three. <laughs> Back to question three. Sorry, we would watch a lot of the Game of Thrones. <laughs> Could you? If you could choose a day in the past to go back to and change it, what day would it be and why? Oh, we're going back. I You said write that down. I know. I got yeah. number three and anal on this paper. I don't know what <laughs> else I got to fucking do here. <laughs> um, did we make it to number 30? No, because it's a it's a scenario one. Oh, okay. What's number three? I just said I know. It. Read it one more time. If you could go into the past to a specific day and change it, what 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 day would it be and why? I know dun, dun. I know what it would be. Give it to me. 
it's kind of a sensitive topic. Okay. But what are we okay. here for? I know, I know. Um, I would probably go back and save Steven's dad. Oh snap. If I could change anything, I think Steven having his dad would be it. Damn. You were around. You were already born. Yeah, right? I, he was like uh, nine. Damn. Yeah, I think that that would mean a lot. And I think that would have changed a lot of things positively without affecting me too much and how I got here. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about it and I was like, I couldn't get that day out of my head, you know? God damn, man. I didn't know I was going <laughs> to fucking cry. Yeah, I mean that I told you it was a sensitive topic. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had a different dad than my brother. So, um, yeah, I would save my brother's dad. That'd be the one day. All right, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, it's, that's a sad one. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Hold on, hold on let me get my shit together. <laughs> I really, I like to think I'm a good person. And that I did, I picked the right day. Yeah. You know, that's, that's I, out of my 25 years of living, I think that's the one day I could have made the most impact on somebody's life. So. Okay. All right. Let's go. Uh, <clears throat> scenario questions. <laughs> what would Ian's you do? Ian's really sensitive. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> What would you do in a situation where... Oh, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> what would you do in a situation where... And I thought there was like a more to it, but it says oh, dot, dot, okay, dot. So you ahead. just make Finish it up. It. I don't know what to say. I'm, what would you do in a situation where your husband has tears in his eyes and is really tired and wants to wrap up the podcast? I would not wrap up the podcast because that... Is an excuse. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, hold on. Let me ask you that question. What? Ian, what would you do if you were put into a situation where you could have your dream job for the rest of your life or you could work a terrible job for the rest of your life but your family's taken care of. Definitely the family taken care of thing. The other one, you know, you have your dream job, but you have to figure out how to su supply, support your Most family. Most people work terrible jobs and still can't take care of their family. So oh, okay. I would definitely take the shitty job and know you guys are taken care of. That's a difference. Yeah. Between us. I'm a risk taker. I would definitely pick the job I loved and then figure it out. <laughs> well, you already did that, so it's easy for you to say. Kind of. I mean, not really. When I started my career in cosmetology, remember, you were supporting us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I knew that you would be fine. We'd be okay. You had a lot more confidence in myself than I did at the time. Yeah, but who was always there to motivate you? <sighs> I don't know. God damn it, Lizzie. Me. No, I'm just kidding. You were. <laughs> I, have I ever had any sort of, like, very, very rarely, and it's usually, like, throwaway comments, not, like, something you're dug in on, but every time you say you're going to do something, I'm like, yeah, do it. You're the best. 
I know. And then recently when you said that, or no, recently you didn't say that when I was talking about the double, the double situation. Oh, was another. I was person? gonna, yeah, I was gonna expand I my business. I felt like business. it was an unnecessary situation. I was gonna expand my business a little bit, and we decided to wait, which is weird. We never analyze situations, but maybe it was meant to be that way. I think. So. I think it was just with me making the career change, at the same time, a lot of change. Like it would have been a lot of changes within. I'm pretty a month. sure that I was just feeling like I needed more. Make an impulsive change. decision. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good feeling that you would have gotten annoyed. There is a good chance. You would have gotten annoyed. Having an assistant? Not just an assistant, but... An employee? Yeah. Yeah, no offense to whoever, because there was no person in mind. There wasn't. But there was a position that was possibly going to be filled, and I kind of realized it just seemed like... We just had to wait. It just seemed unnecessary at this point. So, um, anyways, those were some really good questions, and I have one more question for you, Ian. I won't ask you all the ones on this list. Okay. Let me pull it up. It's gone. It's gone. I don't know where it went. I clicked out of it when I was Googling for his stomach sizes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think it was along the lines of, do you know what the colors on the American flag stand for? Oh, uh, well, I know the 13 stripes is supposed to represent the 13 colonies, colonies. correct? Yeah. And then, obviously, the stars are to represent the 50 states, Yeah. right? And then the... My re- favorite is the guy who goes around and says, how many states are there in the United States? And then he asks people a question, and they go, 55, 42? And I'm like, these people really don't know. Apparently? No, apparently. I don't know if this is real. But it's like one in eight people don't know who the president is. Like right now? Yeah, like ever. Or like they do, like, it was like one of those constitutional quizzes. Like, yeah. People, like, you know how you're born. If you're born here, you're an American citizen, like by Mm -hmm. birthright. Yeah. So, birthright. I hate that word. But yeah, it's a, it's a, I know. I just hate it. Yeah. I know. What are we in the medieval times? Yeah, I just hate birthright. It's my birthright. Is it? It is, because it's a right given to you because you were born. That's annoying. Okay. Um, but, uh, like, they were talking about, like, immigrants. Mm-hmm. They know more about the way the country works because they have to take, like, a constitutional exam and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, 100%. They're smarter than us when it comes to our own country's history. Yeah. And then uh, people, like, don't get like how an, Do what know? an amendment is. People think an amendment is, like, like... Like gospel, like it's like in the Bible. Yeah, That's it's crazy. it's the absolute, it's the truth, and all that. I know you can go on with the Bible there too, but anyway, they don't understand that to amend something is to change something. Yeah, and that like an amendment is there to be set as the law, but it's allowed to be changed yeah. by underwritten laws, and people just think that's like no. It can't go anywhere because it was already on a piece of paper. And it's like, dude, that was written years ago. And it's on. It a pe- needs to be changed. It's on a piece of paper. Yeah. Is is the only thing that makes it real. Which is crazy because That's you know how we... quickly you could just destroy that piece of paper. Yeah, and if the, all copies of it were destroyed, would it? Then because, what? Is, Anarchy. Is it real? Then is we're it real? North Korea at that point. Is it real? <laughs> you know what I mean? 
It's like we're we, communist we have China. These, we have these rules and they're rules that are set rules because they were written on paper and someone signed it. Yeah. So do you want to know what the colors mean? What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, the American flag, the colors. Oh, hold on. Let me guess. Does it have anything to do with like, like the land or like anything like that? Or, sh- no. it, or it's it's all what does like me- what does white mean? The white what did the thing just cut out? What does white mean? Uh, what does it stand for? I don't know what the it's colors according stand for, to custom and tradition. White yeah. is purity and innocence. And what's red? Passion and power. Hardiness and valor. Okay, that's close. And then what's blue? Uh, I don't know. Vigilance, perseverance, and justice. Yeah, didn't know colors had definitions. Thought colors just were... Well, that's like what they represent on the flag. That's why they chose those colors. See, here's the thing. Which white makes sense with the purity. Blue, I would have guessed justice because it's the police thing. They all have like the blue colors now. Mm -hmm. And then the red, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, see, the red, the colors thing is... I, I understood like the 13 stripes and the 50. I also think it's kind of ridiculous that the U.S., does claim to have purity and innocence. Dude, we're the best country in the world. But do you understand what I'm saying? Purity and innocence? I feel like we sleep on a throne of lies. (laughs) (laughs) You sit on a throne of lies. That's how I feel, you know? You know how I feel? Tired. I feel like we should wrap this up. All right. Well, we'll see you guys for episode eight next week. We had a, I think you. this is our best episode yet. It was a good one. It was a good one. All right. I All love right. you. I'll, uh, yeah. Talk to you guys later. Thank yep. you.